Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. So, Brian, thanks so much for, for taking the time. The book is being launched on Tuesday in the Crown Plaza. You might maybe take us back to the beginning of the whole process and, and tell us how this first came about and when you when you first got, got asked to do the book. Um, yeah, so it was about... Let's go back to 2019. I'm not sure exactly when, off the top of my head, but so it was three years ago. Um, Liam Hayes from Hero Books uh, approached me out of the blue. Um, probably thought it was a bit of a wind-up with it. And... Um, <laughs> And just asked if I was interested in, you know, doing an autobiography. Uh, and I sort of, I said no. First of all, I was there thinking, ah, football, the League of Ireland, you don't do that. And hmm. you're just putting your neck on the line, you're just going to get stick and crap from it. And, you know, hmm. um, what would your teammates think? Who does he think he is? And other people are just thinking, you know, same thing. All the different things that I suppose you sort of, you go with the the norm and the way things are, and yeah, if you if you, I suppose like you said, stand out from the crowd and do something different, you're you're yeah. uh, you're an open fire there, um, and then anyway, he just asked me to meet him, so I went to have a meet with him a month later or something, and he gave me a, a lot of different reasons and good chat and lovely fella, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, a lot of different reasons and he, he told me he he brought out his autobiography while he was playing he played with me yeah um, and he was probably one of the first to to do that and that was another thing I was still playing and I didn't think it, I was finished playing anytime soon um, they had John Caulfield's autobiography in the making as well and they um, they're looking to do start League of Ireland autobiography to do a lot of GAA and they just thought you know it'd be good to get a, a dumb dark one I suppose after the rivalry had for all the previous years and have uh, the two out around about the same time and they were actually going plan was to release them around the same time but a few different things popped up um, and he gave me a few different a few different reasons and I'll be honest one of the big ones that stuck me is um, he said it's the it's one of the best CVs you know you can have um, yeah I've obviously got different business interests, you know, with the sports recovery, uh, recovery room in Junction 6, and I have a new um, food business, Healthy Ready Made Meals, based up in Dundalk, called New Foods from last year. So um, it can be it can be good in that, I suppose, the best way of putting it is you see all these businesses and different people doing podcasts and different things these days. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's, I suppose, another way of doing that. It's 
getting your name and your brand and different things out there. Yeah. Um, it can be good for business. So, yeah, so that was, that's that's the main idea behind it. And then I thought to myself, is, you know, what's the point in, in hiding away and being fearful of, of what people think if I did it and that's and just says, listen, go do it and just uh, bury my head in the sand if uh, <laughs> if you know you get if you're getting a bit of stickers there's a bit of flack and that being thrown at you I'm well used to uh, being the villain on the pitch you know yeah. and with the away fans and different things uh, and abuse thrown at me so um so yeah I just said uh, go do it like there's nothing extraordinary not that I'm going to say extraordinary it's mm. showing inside of of the League of Ireland of what a player thinks so what we go through mentally um, yeah. there's obviously a bit everyone's story is different in terms of how they grow up and their journey and how they get there Yeah, but um, League of Ireland like I said there's, a, there's not much on the League of Ireland and I'm always trying to advocate and I make the you know say we need more promotion of the league and we need more promotion of the players and everything like that and I'd really be uh contradicting myself if I didn't go through it then so um, yeah so that was in my head as well you know you, you have to kind of think about it and you, you mentioned it there there are so few League of Ireland stories out there like I because I, I worked with Liam myself before and I first of all know he's a hard man to say no to but second of all it's one of those things where you know when you, th- you think about it initially you probably you probably weren't sure about it and I actually thought when I heard about Liam had mentioned it to me a couple of years ago that he was going to be working with you on this and my first assumption was that you were going to retire and I thought it might have been a final season kind of a diary sort of thing but obviously that's not the case at all you're still playing and you're still going strong and you were comfortable with writing it while you were still playing um that wasn't something that that really entered into your thinking too much anyway was it you weren't too bothered about you know it's obviously going to be out on Tuesday so people will be able to read it from from that point on and I'm sure plenty of the players around the league will, will have a look at it um is there any nervousness now that it's done and it's about to come out that you know something that maybe seemed quite far away a couple of years ago is now here and it's it's ready to go into the into the public arena yeah there's plenty of nervousness um the anxiousness is uh, is building day by day in terms of like you say that everyone's going to have their opinion and uh, in this industry football is just a game of opinions me and you can watch the same game and we'll see completely different things mm. um, and it's the same with reading a book it's you know you try I suppose build a tone of the book and you write a sentence but me and you can read the same sentence or the same paragraph and just take the tone a little bit different because it's it's what you're I suppose your brain makes of it. I feel mm. sometimes. Um, so you're gonna have, yeah, you It's gonna be open, open season for for criticism and stuff like that. But um, it's and then when you're playing, like you said, I knew. Well, for the last few years, I suppose people are gonna retire me every year anyway. After you go thirty, <laughs> and especially especially in this league, um, the average age I think is twenty five now. So, um, at thirty five, you know. And then the injury, a lot of people thought that was me anyway, but it's not the case. It's, it's not, I, was, I wanted to make sure when Liam and Mark were doing the book, I was like, listen, this isn't, you know, it's not an end and where it's, oh, listen, I've had a great career and and so on, you know, and, and talking about it, it's like the hunger is still there and I still want to play. And I suppose that was a message I was trying to get across in the book, you know, come to the yeah. closing of the book that you know that's not the end of me and I'm happy with what I've done and and, uh, and I'm just sort of you know dragging the last bit out now it's it's not at all and I'm as hungry as ever I'm trying to get back in the team now after the injury and 
got in got in last week and played a game, which is brilliant to get a game with that intensity. You know, Wayne Tallett, probably mm. the toughest game in the in the league, quick pitch, the intensity they play at and that sort of thing. So um for me it's like this is like the start of my season now and, and chomping at the bit to get going. So it's definitely not a, a swan song retirement book. Um but um that's just I suppose how Liam wanted to do it. He wanted to bring it out now while while we were playing. Yeah. Even if it was a couple of years ago when it was meant to be out first. Um and that's it. So, um, but I understand people's point of view, and I know, like, I, I also put the shoe on the other foot, or I try to, um, and people are going to think that I'm, I'm 35. You know, there's a book coming out, I've just been out for a year with injury. So, a lot of people that I suppose would just follow it and haven't seen me probably thought I retired anyway. Um, <laughs> That's that's how it is, you know. The people that don't pick up the yeah. the news and the thing, but they watch the games and the teams and stuff like that, and they just haven't seen me about. So, um, that's just part and parcel of football, and I suppose life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's not watering my head. I suppose that. The one thing we were talking, I was chatting to, to Gary Rogers last night. We were doing the game over in Sligo, and we were just talking about your book and and the the dirt of of League of Ireland books in general. And the, and the other thing that kind of occurred to me was. You know, the League of Ireland is, is such a kind of a, it's such a clannish uh, arena in terms of like, you know, is a Shamrock Rovers fan going to go out and buy the Brian Gartland book or, you know what I mean, or a Cork City fan in the past? Because it's it, more so maybe than GAA, I'm not sure if that's a, a fair thing to say, but it feels to me like, you know, the, the fans are a lot more enclosed and boxed off from other clubs that they wouldn't nearly out of, out of spite almost go out and buy a, a League of Ireland book from a player associated with another club but is that something that, that you would think would be an issue or or do you think it's you know it's about time that kind of supporters embrace uh, players and books like this across the board because there are so few books like this so you'd like to think that they would appeal to, to all League of Ireland fans yeah, I think the fact that there's there's so few as well as League of Ireland that might you know benefit that way in terms of people picking it up and, and wanting to see and um, there's a good obviously chunk of the book about Dundalk and you know our sort of mentality, our drive, the different things personally that I go through. Obviously, I can only speak for myself, but yeah. the ups and downs of the football of League of Ireland, and, um, then you know. You go from the the highs of scoring match winners and Cork and title uh, title winning games stuff like that to making mistakes in big games and um, all the European games the sort of mentality the nervousness coming in before or the excitement coming in before some games and then the disappointment after games the elation after other games and it was just highs and lows and swings and that's football because every player is going to have good and bad games but it's not you know. And I like to think I'm I'm quite open on that, and I'm critical of myself when you know when I feel I'm I suppose I'm the weakest or um I've made the mistake and it's it's my fault, and it just shows that side. So listen, I think people will be interested that way. Um, the different relationships in football, the industry, you know, people think football is the, it's the best job in the world. And, and it is, especially when it's going well. But when it's not going well, whether that be, it can be the results or it can be through relationships or other stuff, mm. it can be the worst. It can be the worst industry in the world as well. So, um, it, you know, we want to show all sides of it sort of thing like that. And um, it's a very, very tough industry mentally. Um, yeah. And that's, I suppose, 
Uh, that's, I suppose, why I think people will be interested to pick it up. Now, listen, there's going to be people that will say, oh, no, I'm not giving a cent towards that book. Yeah. I understand that because there is a there is some some great rivalries and absolute diehard Ferrari fans and uh, they just can't, can't think for anything. Um, mm turn the cheek to that they have to keep their, their morals that way um, but I think in the whole like League of Ireland I've had lots of lots of messages from people from clubs all over the country and you know just wishing me luck and um, about it and you know it's you know really really appreciate it because like you say that there's there's a rivalry there but there's there is a real sense of community between the League of Ireland also yeah uh, you have these slagans or you know, you get a little bit of abuse from the from the terraces, but a lot of it's tongue in cheek. It's just part of the pantomime and, and the crack that goes with it. And um you could be talking to the same people after and they you know, they say something messing to you and you could have a chat with them even yeah. after you're beating them or they've bet you and you're walking off the pitch or out of the ground and um I suppose that's the bit that's not seen a lot and um it's only you know, only the bits are seen on cameras saying you know, chance and stuff like that. So there is there is good good heart and good spirit behind a lot of it. So um, I'm sure a lot of people will be be interested because that's I suppose the community that we're in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Yeah. And in terms of the, you know, the honesty of a book, and again, I, I, I spoke to Liam towards the tail end of last year on, on a different thing. And, and he was, we had a, had a cup of tea and he was talking about your book and he was like, well, it's so, it's so honest. And I think they had to run it by the, they probably had to run it by the solicitors a couple of times to make sure there was no, uh, uh, no writs coming from anyone. But he was, he was really um, delighted with how it turned out. There was obviously a bit of a delay. I think, you know, you wanted to include a little bit more and there was so much happening the tail end of last season for Dundalk. So I think that was probably the right decision, but can you ever be really 100% honest when you're doing something like this? And obviously this is your first time doing a book, but 
I'm assuming you, you have to hold back a little bit because you don't want to, you know, we could all kind of say things in public that, that wouldn't necessarily go down well. So is there, even though, you know, you've, you've obviously been very honest with the book, but is there still a little bit of a balancing act in terms of, you know, maybe I don't want to put that in or maybe I don't want to say this because obviously you have to, you have to live in the world as well after this comes out. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, not that you can't be as honest and completely honest and open on it. It's just that how far you can go into, you can divulge into things. You know, it's always going to encapsulate other people. So whether you like them or not, you've got to respect, I suppose, you know, the other people in the story. Yeah. And and uh, I've only, it's only my voice that can be heard in that book. They don't have an opportunity sort of thing. So, um, so you can tell, like you can tell stories, funny stories, even funny stories that come in about people and that sort of thing. And then sometimes you're like, right, well, hold that back a bit because, like you say, in today's world, it's it's so PC and it can be conceived another way, even something that would be a funny story. And you're just like, right, it could be 50-50 when someone takes offence to that or something. And then that person's in hot water sort of thing. Yeah. Um, little bits like that, little bits like relationships. I'm honest in it. And like when I kind of had a bit of a rocky period with Stephen Kenny, you know, as all players will do with their manager because that's what football is it's so intense and so and I'm quite fiery and opinionated as well and, um, as people see in the book you know it turns around and it shows how my head was working at the time sort of thing uh, and it's on reflection say long after that I formulate my opinion of it sort of thing so um, it's it's very hard to to bring other people into it in terms of and especially when it's when it's a negative thing on uh, on other people's sort of mm-hmm. thing and listen our club it's no secret how up and down our club has been the last two years and the stories have been in the press about some mad stuff you know in terms of how the club was run and the stuff yeah. that was being done behind the scenes and people wouldn't believe half it if you wrote it but the other side of it is you need to have substance behind it yeah. because um, if you don't have proof of stuff it's just like someone can come out and say ah, he's lying and I yeah. put it into print and then like you say legal will say well listen if you don't have substance behind that then listen you're wide open for to be you know for a case against you yeah um, so things like that even though listen the dog in the street and everyone knows that that happened if you don't have the proof behind it and stuff like that um, you can you can end up in hot water there so that's the that's the sort of ins and outs of it but at the same time my book is an autobiography about me so that's for someone else's book in terms of all those behind the scenes at Dundalk and well not it's like I divulge into how as players we saw it and stuff that affected us yeah Um. But I suppose going into the nitty gritty and given the exact reasons of, of a few things that happened, you have to just hold back a little bit because yeah, uh, yeah you're you're wide open like you say, and and I suppose Lee was very conscious of that. Um, and then there's other stuff I'd like to be more honest about and or not honest, more open and, and more info, and they had to they had to pull out. But listen, they know better than me, and the legal people know better than me in that in that regard. Yeah, absolutely, it's just that balance, act, as you say. So finally, uh, Brian, the launch is on. Tuesday evening in the Crown Plaza. It's at half seven. Everybody's welcome to come along. I know Liam wants everybody uh, in the area to come out and, and to support the book and to, to get a signed copy or whatever it is. You've played in an awful lot of big games over the years. Um, and I've seen up close guys at book launches who have, have, have got loads of honours under their belts and I've never seen them as nervous as they were before the launch of their own book. So uh, how nervous will you be on Tuesday night? Yeah, you summed it up there, actually. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be, yeah, 
quite nervous. Um, it's something outside my comfort zone. I could go out on the pitch and I get excited more so than nervous. And it's the bigger the game, the more excitement that comes through. Um, but when you go out of your comfort zone and you do something completely different, it's, yeah, it gives you this sort of, it's a different anxious feeling, nervous. Um, yeah, we've plenty of people signed up on Eventbrite. I'm going to post up the things on my socials now today in the next couple of days. You can register for free um, just for a ticket and listen. Anybody that's local or anybody wants to come, listen, we'd love your support there. It's not going to be overly long. It's just, I suppose, myself, Mark McCadden and that. And we'll have a little chat and hopefully open up for a few questions from the crowd and stuff like that. And quite informal and, and laid back and if there's anyone that's read it as well, you know, to more than happy to uh, to answer a few questions. But um and then after that it's just you know, you can buy the book there and sign ins and different things if for people for presents and, and so on and just mingling and chatting. So it's quite quite laid back thing and uh well that's what I'm told anyway. So I'm trying to uh, relax myself by by telling myself that. And if, listen, anybody that's listening, it'd be great to have the support of. Absolutely. Listen, Brian, well, best of luck with the book and best of luck as well with the rest of the career. You're not going anywhere just yet and it's a long season ahead. So the very best of luck with everything that comes your way in the next few months. Thanks, Mr. David. Really appreciate it. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.